Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel where we read you the entire Bible in one year, based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I'm your reader today. Today is Tuesday, the 29th of March, and on the Hebrew calendar, it is the 26th of Adar Bet. This week, our parasha, or our portion from the Torah, is called Tazriya, which means she will conceive. And today's reading will be the third aliyah, or the third part of that, Leviticus 13, 18 through 23. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and to thank Him for giving us His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples, through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. When the body has a boil on its skin, and it is healed, and in the place of the boil there is a white swelling, or a bright spot, reddish-white, then it shall be shown to the Kohen, and the Kohen shall examine it. Behold, if its appearance is deeper than the skin, and its hair has turned white, then the Kohen shall pronounce him unclean. It is the plague of Tzarat. It is broken out in the boil. But if the Kohen examines it, and behold, there are no white hairs in it, and it is not deeper than the skin, but is dim, then the Kohen shall isolate him seven days. If it spreads in the skin, then the Kohen shall pronounce him unclean, it is a plague. But if the bright spot stays in its place and has not spread, it is the scar from the boil, and the Kohen shall pronounce him clean." That was Leviticus thirteen eighteen through 23. Today's portion from the prophets is Isaiah 24. Behold, the Lord makes the earth empty and makes it waste, turns it upside down and scatters its inhabitants. It will be as with the people, so with the Kohen, as with the servant, so with his master, as with the maid, so with her mistress, as with the buyer, so with the seller, as with the creditor, so with the debtor, as with the taker of interest, so with the giver of interest. The earth will be utterly emptied and utterly laid waste, for the Lord has spoken this word. The earth mourns and fades away, the world languishes and fades away. The lofty people of the earth languish. The earth also is polluted under its inhabitants because they have transgressed Torah, violated the statutes, broken the everlasting covenant. Therefore the curse has devoured the earth, and those who dwell therein are found guilty. Therefore the inhabitants of the earth are burned, and few men are left. The new wine mourns, the vine withers, all the merry-hearted sigh. The mirth of tambourines ceases, 
The sound of those who rejoice ends. The joy of the harp ceases. They will not drink wine with a song. Strong drink will be bitter to those who drink it. The confused city is broken down. Every house is shut up that no man may come in. There is a crying in the streets because of the wine. All joy is darkened. The mirth of the land is gone. The city is left in desolation, and the gate is struck with destruction. For it will be so within the earth among the peoples, as the shaking of an olive tree, as the gleanings when the vintage is done. These shall lift up their voice. They will shout for the majesty of the Lord. They cry aloud from the sea. Therefore glorify the Lord in the east, even the name of the Lord, the God of Israel, in the islands of the sea. From the uttermost part of the earth have we heard songs, glory to the righteous. But I said, I waste away, I waste away, woe to me. The treacherous have dealt treacherously. Yes, the treacherous have dealt very treacherously. Fear, the pit, and the snare are on you who inhabit the earth, and it will come to pass that he who flees from the noise of the fear will fall into the pit, and he who comes up out of the middle of the pit will be taken in the snare. For the windows on high are opened, and the foundations of the earth tremble. The earth is utterly broken, the earth is torn apart, the earth is shaken violently. The earth will stagger like a drunken man, and will sway back and forth like a hammock. Its transgression will be heavy upon it, and it will fall and not rise again. It will happen in that day that the Lord will punish the army of the high ones on high, and the kings of the earth on the earth. They will be gathered together, as prisoners are gathered in the pit, and will be shut up in the prison, and after many days they will be visited. Then the moon will be confounded, and the sun ashamed, for the Lord of hosts will reign on Mount Sion and in Jerusalem, and glory will be before his elders. That was Isaiah 24. Today's portion from the writings is Proverbs 8. Does not wisdom cry out? Does not understanding raise her voice? On the top of high places by the way, where the paths meet, she stands. Beside the gates, at the entry of the city. At the entry doors, she cries aloud, I call to you men, I send my voice to the sons of mankind. You simple, understand prudence. You fools, be of an understanding heart. Hear, for I will speak excellent things. The opening of my lips is for right things. For my mouth speaks truth. Wickedness is an abomination to my lips. All the words of my mouth are in righteousness. There is nothing crooked or perverse in them. They are all plain to him who understands, right to those who find knowledge. Receive my instruction rather than silver, 
knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than rubies. All the things that may be desired cannot be compared to it. I, wisdom, have made prudence my dwelling. Find out knowledge and discretion. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Pride and arrogance and the evil way, and the perverse mouth I hate. Counsel and sound wisdom are mine. I have understanding and power. By me kings reign, and princes decree justice. By me princes rule, and nobles, all the righteous rulers of the earth. I love those who love me, and those who seek me diligently will find me. With me are riches, honor, enduring wealth, and prosperity. My fruit is better than gold, yes, than fine gold. My yield than choice silver. I walk in the way of righteousness, in the middle of the paths of justice. That I may give wealth to those who love me, that I may fill their treasuries. The Lord possessed me in the beginning of his work, before his deeds of old. I was set up from everlasting, from the beginning before the earth existed. When there were no depths, I was born, when there were no springs abounding with water. Before the mountains were settled in place, before the hills, I was born. While as yet he had not made the earth, nor the fields, nor the beginning of the dust of the world. When he established the heavens, I was there. When he set a circle on the surface of the deep, when he established the clouds above, when the springs of the deep became strong, when he gave to the sea its boundary, that the waters should not violate his commandment, when he marked out the foundations of the earth, then I was the craftsman by his side. I was a delight day by day, always rejoicing before him, rejoicing in his whole world, and my delight was with the sons of men. Now therefore, my sons, listen to me, for blessed are those who keep my ways. Hear instruction and be wise, and do not refuse it. Blessed is the man who hears me, watching daily at my gates, waiting at my doorposts. For whoever finds me finds life, and will obtain favor from the Lord. But he who sins against me wrongs his own soul. All those who hate me love death. That was Proverbs 8. Today's portion was uh, from the Apostles is Acts 25. Now, when Festus had set foot in the province... After three days he went up to Jerusalem from Caesarea. Then the Kohen Gadol and the principal men of the Judeans informed him against Paul, and they begged him, asking a favor against him, that he would summon him to Jerusalem, plotting to kill him on the way. However, Festus answered that Paul should be kept in custody at Caesarea, and that he himself was about to depart shortly. Therefore he said, 
Let the men of authority among you go down with me, and if there is anything wrong in the man, let them accuse him. And when he had stayed among them more than ten days, he went down to Caesarea, and on the next day he sat on the judgment seat and commanded Paul to be brought. When he arrived, the Judeans who had come down from Jerusalem stood around him, bringing against him many and grievous charges, which they could not prove, while he said in his defense, Neither against the law of the Jews, nor against the temple, nor against Caesar have I sinned at all. But Festus, desiring to gain favor with the Judeans, answered Paul and said, Are you willing to go up to Jerusalem and be judged by me there according to concerning these things? But Paul said, I am standing before Caesar's judgment seat, where I ought to be tried. I have done no wrong to the Judeans, as you also know very well. For if I have done wrong, and have committed anything worthy of death, I do not refuse to die. But if none of those things is true that they accuse me of, no one can give me up to them. I appeal to Caesar." Then Festus, when he had conferred with the council, answered, You have appealed to Caesar, to Caesar you shall go. Now when some days had passed, King Agrippa and Bernice arrived at Caesarea and greeted Festus. And as he stayed there many days, Festus laid Paul's case before the king, saying, There is a certain man left a prisoner by Felix, about whom, when I was at Jerusalem, the chief Kohanim and the Jewish elders informed me, asking for a sentence against him. I answered them that it is not the custom of the Romans to give up any man to destruction before the accused has met the accusers face to face, and has had opportunity to make his defense concerning the matter laid against him. Therefore, when they had come together here, I did not delay, but on the next day sat on the judgment seat and commanded the man to be brought. When the accusers stood up, they brought no charges against him of such things as I supposed, but had certain questions against him about their own religion, about one Yeshua who was dead, whom Paul affirmed to be alive, and being perplexed how to inquire concerning these things— I asked whether he was willing to go to Jerusalem and there be judged concerning these matters. But when Paul had appealed to be kept for the decision of the emperor, I commanded him to be kept until I could send him to Caesar. Then Agrippa said to Festus, I also would like to hear the man myself. Tomorrow, he said, you shall hear him. Therefore, On the next day, when Agrippa and Bernice had come with great pomp and had entered into the place of hearing with the commanders and the principal men of the city, then at the command of Festus, Paul was brought in. And Festus said, King Agrippa, and all men who are here present with us, you see this man about whom all the multitude of the Judeans petitioned me, both at Jerusalem and here, crying that he ought not to live any longer. But when I found that he had committed nothing worthy of death, and as he himself appealed to the emperor, 
I determined to send him, of whom I have no certain thing to write to my Lord. Therefore I have brought him out before you, and especially before you, King Agrippa, that after examination I may have something to write, for it seems to me unreasonable in sending a prisoner not to also specify the charges against him. That was Acts 25. And that concludes this episode's readings. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, your second portion will be Revelation 19. And today I want to present a prayer request that has come in. And this is from a sweet listener who is concerned for her friend. And she writes like this. The prayer request is a beautiful idea, and I have a request. It regards a very dear friend of mine who actually introduced me to your podcast and who seems at the moment to stumble from one struggle straight into the next. She could use a little more prayer backup to give her strength to carry on and a miracle to carry the family through what's in front of them. The story is not mine to share, so I will leave it at that. Thank you so much. All right, let's pray for this woman, um, for the miracle that she needs and the strength that she needs. And um, if you have a prayer request that you want to send in, you can email me at dailybreadmoms at gmail.com or DM me in our Instagram account. We are there on Instagram at dailybreadmoms. Well, I just want to sign off now, but again, I just encourage you to take a moment to lift up this woman before God and to ask him to intervene on her behalf. I hope you have a blessed and fruitful day. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom until next time.